Hey y'all, it's your girl Angie and welcome back to my podcast. I know it seems like I haven't talked to you guys and you guys haven't heard me in forever, but a lot of things have been going on. I've been sick, my daughter had COVID, then the holidays came and you know, life just happens. But it's 2023 y'all, so we are being consistent we will have episodes every single week I can promise you that no audio um issues or anything like that and also we'll have some new stuff in store for you so I'm super duper excited and I am ready to go so let's get into it let's talk about it I have my lovely guest here today Paris P Guapo as some of you may know or trusted it P. was formerly Trusted P. Guapo, but <laughs> I just rebranded myself to the P. Guap. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Paris here. So thank you, Paris. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, for sure. I'm so happy that you were able to come. I feel like we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. I've been wanting to come on the show for like <laughs> so long. I swear. You've been playing. I know I have. And then when I came, um, Paris took my pictures for uh, Christmas, my family's pictures for Christmas. And I'm like, okay. We have to do this. Yeah, we have to get this in the books. Those pictures were so, so perfect. Thank you. All the pictures you took were perfect. Congratulations. Yeah, I, it's so surreal. It's so surreal. Congratulations on your business. Congratulations on your endeavors. We've known each yeah. other for a couple of years now, so it's really nice. And it's so beautiful to see you grow from when you first were doing yeah, shoes. Definitely. And now you were fully fucking booked yeah, for, for the month of December. The you were still December. doing christmas shoots after christmas which is like exceptional so a round <laughs> yeah. of applause to you thank you thank you Super so happy much for i appreciate that business. definitely so it's the new year mm-hmm. it's 2023 how how is your 2023 going it's like your third day out here i, mean, <laughs> I can use that <laughs> literally like my 2023 has been one of the most busiest I've ever been throughout my whole entire year. Damn, you're only three days in. Only three days in, yeah. I'm trying to get a lot done. I've been talking to a couple corporations, I won't say, but um, I've been getting into more corporate shoots recently. So That's I'm where the money's at, man. So I'm to with businesses and everything now, so I'm super glad I can do that now. Well, that hats off to you. You know, like I said, that's where the money's at. And as long as your business is elevating, that's oh, yeah, good. For sure. That's good. Definitely. And so how was your 2022 then? Since, right. you know, we're Let, already me, in 2023. Can, we can talk about it from the <laughs> beginning because I'm not going to lie. Like, like how everybody does, they have their New Year's resolution. So I tried to follow through with that, but I feel like in order for me to follow through with my New Year's resolution and be consistent, I need to do it the year prior or the month prior before going into the new year. And so you I already think that's have to be the, doing it. Yeah. So that's what was really the difference between last year and this year because I wasn't very disciplined and I was very lazy mm-hmm. and I was getting complacent. So I was really just not really motivated like how I usually be. Mm-hmm. So it was a very bad start for me for the first part of like 2022. Well, um, it shit definitely fucking changed up. You're over here doing corporations, doing shit for big businesses. Yeah, you, exactly. You did the whole thing in December, so, you know. Yeah, and I'm branching out into doing videography now, so not just photography no more. I'm doing videography That's now. That's good. I'm so happy for you. I love to hear yeah. when my friends or my people, like, I love to hear when they're doing good things, like, I, even people I don't know, if I see them doing good things, like even if they're like taking a trip or something, I'm like, fuck yeah, like do that shit, get your shit off. That's one thing about you, Angie, <laughs> though, that I really noticed. Like you're a very, very supportive friend. Because like, I love everybody. Oh yeah, for I sure. hate everybody. Unconditionally, though. I hate everybody, but I love everybody. Yeah, you like, love your people. You <laughs> I love, do love my yeah. people. Man, my 2022, well, you know, I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that was so crazy. Hold on, y'all. So Paris was, so I kept my pregnancy a secret. Paris was one of the first people that I told that I was pregnant. And I told Paris, and he's like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) I just was like, yeah, I'm pregnant as a bitch. And he damn near already fucking knew, because it's like, you know, if if you're calling somebody over to tell them something, it's like, Yeah, I remember the night vividly, like, literally, you, I just see you just walking right out of the door, and I'm just parked, and I'm like, all right. She don't even look like she's gonna tell me something real quick right <laughs> now. But I was just like, all right, you get in the car, you just like, huh. I'm like, shorty pregnant for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it's that side. Like, oh so God. yeah. 
I remember we went to get like that Mexican food place that you wanted that you wanted tacos and like some rice or something like you was probably I was pregnant as a bitch always trying to fucking eat yeah what's fucking new but yeah I had my baby and I think 2022 was a hard year for me too I feel Mm -hmm. like it was a hard year for everybody like I saw everybody like reposting like their recaps and stuff and it feel like it was a very tough year for like everybody Mm -hmm. and like I went through my own trials and tribulations like going through the whole postpartum thing and learning how to be a mom and going mm-hmm. back to work and being away from my baby and like trying to like build myself back up exactly. to who I not essentially who I was before, but trying to build myself up into this new person that I was, but still trying to be my own person outside of being a mom. Exactly. So I can't say, so it's funny how you say, you know, a month before you go into the new year, you start doing your stuff. I feel like that was like for me, like yeah. me, I just started to get my life back on track. Yeah, exactly. Like I just started feeling confident about my body and I just like now and like losing weight and I'm, I got into my dream college and I'm ready to like take on the world by the fucking ball sack. Yeah, exactly. That's what you gotta do. You yeah. Gotta just literally just go full steam ahead and really just don't look back. I feel like the main thing about, this year that made it way different than the other years was my discipline level. My discipline level yes. was like very high, especially like starting from like November. That's when I really, it was really, really started on my birthday in October. And I had a goal going into the later months because I knew that something was, my business was going to pick up a little bit more. But I felt like something about my Kobe year. I always talk about my Kobe year because <laughs> I'm going to turn 24 this year. So, like it's just something about my Kobe or that I just knew that something different was just gonna be you know gonna happen. So I had to make sure that I followed through with that. Yeah. So I just made sure I worked so hard through November, following through in December, especially in December because like literally I was shooting damn near every day around like eleven to ten clients per day, and literally only getting three hours of sleep every night. And then giving everybody their pictures back the next day and then following through the next day. Yeah, because you had to edit. You had to take everybody's pictures, yes. go home, edit all them pictures, making sure everybody getting their shit out by the holidays and shit. Yeah. So, man, I can only imagine, like, hat, like I said, hats off to you, applause yeah, to you, because that's some fucking dedication. And obviously, like, the things that you were trying to implement, you yeah. know, prior to, obviously have showed and will continue to show within yeah, the next definitely. year. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait until I show more of what I can do because... For this year, I feel like I just want to do something different. So basically, I've switched up the way I've done photography now. Uh, my whole gear is different now. That's a plus. So oh, yeah, I saw that you pr- were purchasing some other stuff. Yeah, some new stuff. so I got a lot more stuff, and I'm switching up the way I shoot. I'm switching up my lighting. I'm learning about lighting more. I'm becoming more of a student to the photography game than what I was doing because I was self-taught. And I was just going, working off the fly and working off of failure. Mm-hmm. And then each failure, I will learn something. Yeah. But now I'm becoming a student to it now. So I'm now I'm just learning how to do specific things and drawing more influence from other photographers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of photographers in Milwaukee that are really underrated. Mm-hmm. And I draw a lot of influence from them going on to this year for sure that's good and i'm glad that you're like putting in that time and that effort like it's so refreshing to hear that you're putting in that time and that effort and you're really learning your craft so you can be better because exactly you know especially in this day and age with uh people who are jumping in there's you know you can make a buck off anything yeah exactly like you can make a buck so like it's just nice that you're trying to really learn this so you can one perfect yourself and perspective perfect your craft but you can also deliver for you know your customers exactly. and you can bring them that back that is the main thing i don't want to be that photographer that people look at that just damn he's just overcharging for so someone so some amount of like a specific type of photos and everything like i feel like what milwaukee needs is really something different because i feel like all of the photographers have something that they do exactly the same mm-hmm. and it's not i'm not bashing any other photographers it's just that it's a lot of different things that people can really do here that is just not done yet and i feel like i need to be the one to stand out to do all of that yeah and photography is limitless i took a photography class back in high school i'm not like a expert like you but I know that like with Photoshop and with everything and um, I'm really into like editorials and looking at people who like 
um, are like really like bending the fucking barriers on this shit. And there yeah. really is so much that you can do. Yeah, so it's nice that you're trying to tap into that and make a market for yourself. And that's yeah, going to make definitely. you have longevity in this shit for oh, real. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to become more of a creative photographer more than just being the normal, you know. Photo shoots, photo looking shoot. cute. Yeah. yeah, just like just a regular photo shoot and then just one light. I'm trying to I'm learning now how to bounce light off of certain like objects and everything and learning how to perfect lighting. That's like the main thing when it comes to photography. When you can mm-hmm. perfect lighting, you can manipulate anything, you know, to your will. So do you feel so you're talking about all this, you know, learning and perfecting and, you know, really tapping in yeah. to what you do best. So how do you feel? And I was getting to that. How do you feel about people? And not even just in photography, yeah. but people who just get into, say, you know, photography or music or the beauty mm-hmm. industry, how they just kind of jump in and they don't really care about their craft. They're just trying to get a cash grab. OK, because um, I know that there's it's a, it's a lot of controversy. Yeah. It's a lot of controversy surrounding this. And me, you know, I used to be a makeup artist. I used to that was yeah. something that I used to love and do. Mm-hmm. But um, because I love it so much, I couldn't do it as a job. Yeah. And I like you did like, it as a hustle. Yeah. Not even as a hustle. I did it as a hustle. But like, but you what? didn't really like really love it. Love it. Like I loved it as like a creative because like yeah. me, I love art. Yeah. I love to paint. I love to draw. I love to create. Yeah. But like me, you know, doing the same beat over and over and over yeah. and over and over again because like that's tapping what they... into like looking on videos, how to do a specific type of. Yeah. Like, I don't like... know. I don't know any of the like you know, the terms that <laughs> yeah. you that you know, but I know exactly what you're trying to say. Like, so do you feel that like this day and age, like how do you feel like with people like using like all of like these markets just for like quick cash drabs. I'm not going to lie. So um, for a while when I became demotivated, I was really just, I was really in that same spot too. Like before, like prior a year prior, um, I really was just, I would shoot the exact same way, even though I know I can like learn different skills and become, but like, but it was just like, People that I shot was cool with what I gave them and yeah. what I could offer. But me personally, I knew that I can do way better than the work that I was offering. Like, so is what? So is photography something that you want to do? Then, it's I think, or is it it's not just, just photography because I think I've expanded now because I've changed my name to P Guapo Productions. So I want to become more than just photography. I want to be known for just more than just photography. So you want to do actual production, like videographer, maybe yeah. even audio, like everything just yeah, around like visual entertainment kind of everything. thing. Yeah, because I've been around in my whole entire life, ever mm-hmm. since I was little. Like I always had a camera in my hand or I was always in front of a camera. Not anymore in front of a camera, not too much because... <laughs> I don't really even like being in front of the camera like that too much. But when I was younger, I used to do YouTube a lot. So I used to make oh, a lot shit, of YouTube videos. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to bring them bitches up. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not even going to give you the username. Because they I'll still find up. it. Stop playing. Nah, nah. You ain't going to never find that. But I was really, like, really into, like, film. And I always would go to the movies. And that would, like, very, that would make me very, very, like, what's the word I want to say? I don't know. It just made me love. Yeah. Inspired to love like film and like just wanting to have a camera in my hand. And I can go back to the day when I finally first got a camera. Um, Shout out to Trusted Kicks because that's where my love for it started. So my mentor, Deco, Cold Visions, um, he was the main photographer slash videographer for this uh, for the store. Mm -hmm. And Rico he had his own camera in there, and he ended up giving me that camera for free, literally. That's nice. like, Damn, it, that's It was a, a Canon T6i, literally the first camera I've ever owned. He gave it to me for free, and literally that is what sparked my love for it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it became, like, an obsession at a point because every day, like, I was in school. I was always having my camera on me. And just wanted to take pictures. And that's where the love started for sure. And I didn't even get started to get paid for photography. Like the first nine months of me having a camera. 
like literally the first nine months of me having a camera, I was just literally just taking pictures and wanted to having to take pictures of everybody, taking pictures of my friends and just want to be around and create something. Yeah. And then when I finally first got my first paid shoot, it was like a $50 senior picture shoot. It was like, I was like, bro, I was on top of the world. I'm like, bro, I just got paid $50 to just take some pictures, bro. And Nothing. It's like, it's like when you first get that first money from yeah, doing something that you love. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, I swear my first, I feel like my first three years was like one of my most favorite years of photography. I've been doing photography now for six years. Damn. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing it since I was 17, like Damn. my junior year. And now you moving on up. Yeah, moving on up. But like. I, I just remember that feeling that I had when I first started. And then as time went on, I started to lose that feeling. And that's when I started to become more lazy. And complacent and, then, and everything. And complacent and everything. And I literally, like, my, I felt like my quality level when it came to doing photography decreased to me. To me, it decreased. It was just so, it was boring and everything. Yeah. And then I think around this year is where I recently found my love for photography again and found a different purpose that I wanted to do and found that I want to be more than just a photographer now. Yeah. You know, I just want to I want to be the person that you can call for videos, pictures, like you said, audio, um, even doing a podcast with people just like you. Like yeah. I remember when I was talking to you, you was talking to me about doing a podcast and like looking for uh cameras or looking for mics and this, that and the third. And I remember when you first told me that you wanted to do this and Man, I'm, I've been trying to do this, get this shit running up off the ground for yeah, a minute. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I definitely, I, I feel you how you say that you don't, you know, you don't want to be known as just like the person who's just a photographer. Like, yeah. even though I loved throwing parties when I was and I loved yeah. that part of my life like yeah, I definitely. definitely wanted to not move away from that because that's always humble beginnings of course but like I wanted to like grow off something like that and like like I said but in my first episode I've met so many people I've encountered not even just from parties but just from social media and meeting people out in the wild and everything like that mm -hmm. <laughs> I've met so many people and I've had so many beautiful encounters with the people in this city and I really just wanted to make a platform for that. So just to show, because like, you know, people like you and people like my friend Elijah and other guests that I've had on, like, I know some pretty interesting people with some pretty crazy stories and pretty crazy outlooks on life. So yeah, definitely. I think it's always good to, you know, and everybody's always so quick to like leave Milwaukee and they're like, fuck Milwaukee. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm you know, fuck Milwaukee or when Milwaukee they leave. Milwaukee is a city on the rise right it now. Really it really is. is. Like, and I feel like you have to start somewhere. And yeah, what's better than to start home? Like, you have to start with home. Like, yeah, this is where you build your character. This is where you build that discipline, that that love, that interest. So then when you go out, it's, you know, you already you already made it, basically. Yeah, definitely. So when you're going out and you go to a different state or you go to a different city and you're trying your thing out there, you know, I feel like it works way more better because you've already established yourself here. Yeah, that's exactly what my friend Simon said. He just... He always talks about how Milwaukee is just the next city and just how we're just up next. We definitely are. Yeah. We got, uh, I'm telling you, I and I tell, I don't know who I was talking to, but TikTok. Yeah. All of our songs go viral on there. And a lot yeah. of people aren't like on TikTok because everybody's yeah. like, that's a young ass kid app. But all of our fucking music goes viral. Like exactly. Vogue, Celebrities, Little Uzi just had that one fucking song on his story. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, our Face city was just here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he messed with Milwaukee. Exactly. So like our city is definitely on the rise. So, I, you know, even though I like I said, this is just like how I said, I hate everybody, but I love everybody. You know, I hate this city. I hate the violence that's in this city, but I do love this city. I do love the city. And I sure. love the people and I love it definitely built exactly who we were. Exactly. Exactly. Like you mm -hmm. could tell a yeah. Milwaukee motherfucker. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you could tell that from my lawyer. I can tell exactly like. Especially how the way they talk. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's really the way Milwaukee people talk. I like, swear. I I will. I used to go down south because yeah. I have friends. I went down to college down south. HBCUs and yeah. shit. I go down there talking to people. They'll be like, why do you talk like that? Because, you know, we say yeah. like, on what? And, and they on don't know what on what mean. Like. Exactly. Like, they'll be like, what the fuck? What is that on what? What do you mean on what? On what? Like, on what? On what? <laughs> <laughs> It's really hard to explain on what when you just not from You can't Milwaukee. explain that shit to somebody who's not from Milwaukee. Like, yeah, it's just you really the can't. lingo. You yeah. either hip to it or you're not. We got our own lingo. Even though people 
So I think some people think that we don't have our own lingo, but as soon as we go to somewhere else that's foreign from here, they literally don't know what we're saying. What shit that we talking about. And it's like yeah. shit that we say like every single day. So yeah. it's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I swear. This city is that. so fucking hilarious. Like it, it never ceases to surprise me, especially like I, I don't know if you ever watch like those um those little Instagram pages where it'd be like Milwaukee. Yeah, like 414 Hype House. Yeah, I, I, watch that. I watch that all the time, bro. Like anything that's 414, bro, that go crazy, I swear. Like, bro, I, be looking I, at stay, them pages. I stay in tune with what's going on in the city. Like, I be looking at the pages like, this is my fucking city. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like that city is, is, is very, our city is probably one of the best cities. Yeah. By far. And people people don't know. They don't know. Every time they speak on Milwaukee, they always say farms and farms and shit and cheese and Green Bay Packers. Like, what the fuck? We ain't got no fucking farms over here. Hell like, no. Nah, you got to go up north for that shit. An hour away and shit. Yeah. like You know another thing about our city? I feel like everybody here hustle hard exactly, as a bitch. Like, exactly. Hard. Like, like just being from this city and just knowing people and knowing like what people do on a day to day basis just exactly. to make it like that shit is some heart. Like that's like some real nigga shit. Yes, like exactly. looking at them and seeing like how like whether they're doing photography, throwing parties, yeah. making music, you know, doing clothing, clothing, clothing line here, I hair, just, the hairstylist, hairstylist. I can name like. Hairstylists be going motherfucking crazy. Like they be doing people hair who going to the fucking Grammys, the BET Awards, and it's so crazy. Like how the hustle here. Adia that was from here, right? Is her name Adia? She did like this girl named you know who Dior. Child, I don't know anybody. Okay, okay. Well, it's girl named (laughs) Adia. She's a hairstylist. I think she's based now up in Atlanta, Mm. but like she blew the fuck up. That's cracking. See, that's cracking though. Like. That's cracking, like, man, hustling that city. Yeah, that's one thing about Milwaukee. I can say that we are built, we have built hustlers here. Like, everybody hustles for their, you know, for their own here. So on the topic of hustle, and I know I touched base with you before yeah. we got on the podcast and stuff, but I, I really wanted to talk about this because it's something that is on the forefront of my mind because, well, first of all, like I said, I know in Paris for a long time. This man is a hustler, okay? <laughs> I remember when Paris, you were you had to be like 19, 18, 19. You were first of all, you were working. I think you were you working at Target? Yeah, I was working at Target for a you little bit. You was working at yeah. Target early as fuck in the mornings. Then you would DoorDash, you'd be like, Yeah, I'm for the DoorDash all motherfucking day. Yeah. Then you would do shoots. Like anytime that you yeah. had a shoot, you was doing I was that shit really in between. Doing three things. I was working at <laughs> A job at Target. Then after I left Target, I went to go DoorDash instantly. And I would DoorDash to probably like 12 in the morning. And then I'll probably have a shoot probably within like the weeks and everything. And then I'll do that. And then after I do that, I'll go back outside and go DoorDash again. And So being a person that is, I guess, a participant in hustle culture. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Like, how do you feel about it? Not even just, like, as it is in Milwaukee, but, like, mm. how do you feel about it as a whole? I feel like in order for any of us, and I'm speaking on for all of us, we, in order to succeed, we have to have some type of hustle, and we have to have some type of determination and, and some type of main goal. You, you don't hustle just to hustle. Mm-hmm. You have a goal, and that's ex- that's where the hustle comes from. You You have a goal. You want to reach it. And then you just have to, you know, that's where the hustle really comes from. See, I got a love-hate relationship with hustle. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I used to throw the parties and shit. But I feel like my hustle was always dangerous. It was dangerous. (laughs) But that shit was lit. I used to dipple and dabble and selling this and selling that. So, you know, I I feel like my hustle. I support all types of hustles. I I feel like my hustle was dangerous. And so I I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I look at it a different way. But also... I love it because I love that we're such a young generation that gets to it, you know, especially in the age where everything is so fucking expensive. Everything is on the rise. You know, it's not like back in like 1950 where our fucking parents could buy a house for a fucking dollar. Exactly. Like, you know, rent is high. Groceries are high. Everybody, you know, you if you yeah, have a kid, definitely. shit's fucking expensive. Yeah, exactly. So I, I appreciate how everybody can like get up and do that. Yeah. But also it I feel like it's it's kind of. 
I feel like a lot of people can get wrapped up into it. Wrapped up into like the hustle culture, wrapped up into like, look at your face. He's going to say some slick shit after this, watch. Because he, he said he was going to come on here talking shit, so I'm prepared for it. <laughs> but yes, it, it, it's, very dis, it's, it's very disheartening because like, I don't know, me, I'm a person. I don't believe money runs the world. I firmly believe that money does not run the world. And I feel like we're so wrapped up in killing ourselves over a dollar Mm-hmm. You know, we're not enjoying our livelihood. We're not enjoying our youth. I feel like sometimes we just get too wrapped up into like hustling, 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 which but, I which I get. You know, we have to live, but it's like take a fucking break. Back the I fuck up. I feel you. I feel you. But <laughs> you cannot say that to people that never had shit. Yes, you can because I never had shit. Yeah, but it's a people that had it worse than you. No, I, I've literally come Paris. Come on. I come from fucking nothing. I didn't. My mom was fucking poor as shit. I didn't have my dad. I was in foster care. I literally come from. And that should be your motivation to keep on hustling, which it is. But also as I got older and and it really kind of dawned on me because I like I said, when I was throwing parties, when I was selling drugs and shit like that. I was like, I got to get this money. I got to get this money every day. I got to get the fuck up and I'm not going to sleep until I'm out here. I got to catch this many, you know, do this, this, that and whatever. But like when all that died down and when I got in a relationship and I was really just working my job and going to school and just living a low key ass life, yeah. I kind of found a I kind of found a peace and not having to be out here till 3 a.m., 4 a.m. trying to fucking get some fucking money, trying to get yeah. a couple of dollars or, you know, risking my freedom throwing a motherfucking party you know it was fun yeah. and it's fun you know being out here till 3 a.m with your friends in the car slapping the motherfuckers to sleep oh you know yeah. what they talk about the music is fun it's fun yeah. but like i wasn't happy i wasn't i was genuinely not happy and then you know and it and i felt like i was so scared to like work a nine to five like, mm-hmm. I don't want to work no fucking nine to five. Why yeah. the fuck would I want to do that when I can go out here, sell this much, and I could be done? Yeah. I didn't want to work no nine to five. But then I found peace in working a nine to five. And then my baby came. Yeah. And then everything changed after that. So now, you know, even though I would love to dip and dabble into that because it's easy shit. I know. You know, I know mm-hmm. the right people. Call them up. It's easy. One, two, three. But for, like, my sanity, for my safety – for my baby safety, it's just like I have to live in the moment. You know what I mean? And there's a million other ways to get money that – and that's why I said it might be different for me because I was doing illegal-ass shit. Yeah. And, like, also, I went to jail. Yeah. And when I went to jail, I was like, fuck, no, I really don't want to do yeah. this shit. <laughs> I was like, hell no, I don't want to do this shit. Like, I do not want to do this shit. So I don't know. Like, I feel like hustle it's, – it's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's a love-hate relationship for me. Yeah, I feel like I have to disagree. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, feel, I feel you on what you're saying, though. I, I really 100% feel that. But I feel like in order for me to have my general happiness that I want, I have to make my sacrifices. And so you're going to sacrifice your lively being for a dollar. For a better life. For a dollar. For a better life. For a dollar. It's not for a dollar. It's, it's for, for a, a dollar. better life. Because if you have to sacrifice everything, is that a better life? To get the better life, yeah. No, it's not. Because it you're is. sacrificing. I'm not really sacrificing. I'm really not. You're sacrificing your time. You're sacrificing your energy. Yeah, I'm sacrificing my time. In you're order sacrificing to fi- your youth. No, I'm not. You're not going to be young forever. I know I'm not. <laughs> but I'm trying to live forever, though. In the moment. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm trying to tell you, is is literally, like, in order for me to know where I want to get to, I have to make my sacrifices, and I know what I have to do. In order to become a wealthy person, that's what I, I, what I, that's what I want, personally. That's what I want. I want to become wealthy. Okay. And, and so what is wealth to you? Wealth to me is, is literally... Doing whatever you want. That's so. It. It's a monetary thing for you. Yeah, it's like literally you can when you're wealthy, you can do it whatever you want. You have you have unlimited amounts of money. You have unlimited amounts of things you can do, uh, and not just in just wealth 
is just it's generational wealth. So the my kids and my kids' kids' kids behind me, well after me, can live the life that you know I had to work hard for, but yeah. I want to give it to them. Yeah. See, the, but the way I see and see, and it's I feel like it's all the way you look at it. It's yeah, it's whoever the way you look at is it, looking but at it. In order for you to be this person, especially being a man in today's society, yeah. You, you, I have to work harder than the next man mm-hmm. in order to get what I want. Exactly. Say if I want this, like, especially when it comes to, to women. <laughs> 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 when it comes to women, <sighs> in order for me to be the, the top G. <laughs> there we go. He pissed me off with this. Go ahead, Paris. Man. All right, y'all, let me let me let me talk. Let me talk. Let me spit. <laughs> um, I have to. We men is in complete. If they don't even need to say it, but we are in battles with each other every day. We. You mean we, as in men, men to men? Men to men. We are in battle with each other every day in order to get to where we want to be. We have to be better than the next man to to get to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And. And women, women don't really have to do that that much. Yes, the fuck we do. Not really. Yes, we do. Especially as a black woman. Yeah. Yes. You have yes. to compete, but and you, you got to it easier than men. No. Yes. In some ways, okay, if you're talking about, like, the whole, like, stereotypical, you know, if a woman wanted to, she can sit back, you know, get married to a rich young man. I mean, rich, wealthy man. That's what they sit do. Sit up, kick, kick her feet up. That's what they do. But also, if you're looking at women now, like, I feel like it was easier for women back then, but also we're in a time where we're not, you know, you may think traditionally, right? You think traditionally as a man. Man is supposed to provide, do whatever. A lot of men do not think that way. We are living in untraditional times with untraditional men and women. Women are working. It's not the 1950s anymore. We're working. We're going to school. You know, they just said black women are the ones who are getting the most degrees right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we have to fight, too. Yeah, you definitely have to fight, but you don't have to fight harder than men. Yes. No. We don't have to fight harder than men, but we're up there. We still have to fight a fight. A fight is a fight, regardless. A fight is a fight. But the thing, the whole the whole gist of everything is that us as men, we have to do more in order to get more. Women really don't have to do that much to get more. They don't, but only a select few. Of, I'm telling you, we're living in a time where not every man wants to be that traditional man, take care of the household. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but There's every women, man wants to be that guy. They do, but a lot yeah. of men can't. They can't because they don't work hard for it. Exactly. So women are working hard to give themselves the life that, that they know that a man may or may not get. And even if a woman, and even if you look at relationship dynamics where a woman and a man, you know, a man is wealthy and a woman is getting taken care of, a lot of the times you look at that woman, that woman is successful. She, you know, she's choosing a life of leisure. You know, a lot of these women, they have the degrees. They had businesses. They have properties in real estate, but way before they even got married. But, you know, when once you're, once you're, I, I, feel, I feel like once you personally live a lifestyle like that, you get around people who are also living a lifestyle like that yeah, or even course. better. So, you know what I mean? So then, you're, of course, you're going to marry. You're not going to marry down. You're going to marry up or yeah. on the same fucking level. Exactly. But, no. You know, it's probably we're not fighting in the same arena, but we're still fighting, especially black women. Yeah, you guys have your own battles. Exactly. Of course. But you thought you was gonna win that one, didn't you? You thought you was gonna win that one. No, no, no. You didn't win anything because we're not even done yet. We're still here. You over here? We in like round six. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Paris swears that me and him are the same person. He swears like we we kind of we kind of are kind of. But what's your sign? Libra. Oh, you actually I love Libras. Yeah. Me and Libras are low key. Like every Libra I've met, we're like we keep the balance. Together. Yes. That's why I love you guys. Yeah. You guys are never like pick sides. You're very equal. Yeah, I'm I'm very equal, especially when it comes to men and women. But I definitely know the truth. <laughs> you know. Whatever truth you want to believe, whatever helps you sleep at night, Paris. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
literally, I have to work harder than the next man. To okay, so since to. we're on the topic of uh, men and women, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. have a great question to ask okay. you. I want to get your opinion on this. So I know a couple of months back, um, Glorilla. Okay. She was talking about the whole 50-50 conversation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to, I said I did want to talk about this. And you know, it's yeah. a new year. So this is going to be the first and last time I'm fucking talking about this on my podcast because I You talked about it in the last episode? No, I didn't. This oh. is the first and the last time. Oh, okay, okay. First and last. All right. So. What's your opinion on it? How do you, my, what, you want to know my opinion first? Yeah, and I just want to rebuttal. Okay. You're going to actually probably, well, I don't know. You know how I think. Yeah. You're all my close friends and shit, so you yeah, already know. Yeah, yeah. The 50-50 conversation, first of all, it's tired as fuck. Let's just be a fucking honest. Yeah. I feel like black people were the only people that are having this conversation. You look at any other race, they're not having this fucking 50 50 nope, bullshit. Have that problem. Three, I, I've talked, I, I know a lot of people in my family are married yeah. or have been married. I genuinely like to talk to them about relationship advice rather than my younger friends just because they, you know, they're more experienced, well seasoned, whatever you want to call it. Whenever I talk to married people, they always say every, and I swear to God, it's every single married couple. A marriage is never 50, 50. It's never 50, 50. And I believe that I, I don't believe in 50, 50, but I also don't believe that a man should be taking 110% of all the responsibilities. I feel like, and we're talking like in a marriage, you know, a partnership. I feel like it's a partnership. So I feel like a man and a woman, when they come together, I feel like they one person brings something to the table, the other person brings something to the table. I don't believe, I feel like the whole like, oh, a man needs to take care of everything and I'm just there. Like I, I personally, I don't believe in that. Like, of course, in a, in a lovely, you know, make-believe world, like I would love to be taking care of a man financially 110%. But me, just the hardworking alpha female that I am I just know that I couldn't live like that Mm -hmm. and also I just feel like it's not realistic I feel like it that it causes a lot of problems it causes a power dynamic it it just it causes a lot of issues okay I have a question for you Mm -hmm. so do you feel that is fair that the woman gets half of what he owns no I believe in prenups you believe in prenups? Yes. So you're If I the- got married, I would get a prenup. It okay. would be very specific. Yeah. But, and, and prenups, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. I go, I applaud you for that for sure. I like, know. I, I really do believe in prenups. Okay. And so I would definitely get one. Um, I'll never get married. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I think that there's certain things that should be split down the middle, like if they were acquired together, yeah. like if a business, you know what I mean? If your wife helped you out, get your business off the ground and fucking running. Exactly. Give her half of that shit. Or if you guys went in and bought a house together, give her half of that shit because you guys fucking went in on it. But like, so what do you mean by give her half of that shit if you both went in on the house? What is half of the house? Whatever half of it is. If you guys sell it, Half of it, or what if you don't want to sell it, then okay, what is well, the then situation? you know, that's what divorces that's what like divorces are so great. You know, one person might get the house, another person might get you know the retirement savings or the Roth IRA, or they might get the stocks and bonds. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be like halfway down the middle, everything 50 50 split. One person get this, another person gets that, you know, of equal value. So, I, I don't, I don't. Mm, it plus, like, you know, there's, um, I heard that there's clauses in divorces. I mm. want to be a divorce lawyer. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I forgot so, you are trying to be a lawyer. Yes. So I, like, I love this shit, but there's, like, clauses that you can get in your divorce where if, like, your partner cheats on you, you get everything. Yeah. Or, like, you know, there's, like, certain, because a marriage is a business. At the end of the day, it's a business. It's a business pact. It's a contract between yeah. two people. So, like, Anything can happen. Anything is up for grabs, really. Yeah, but I just don't feel like the whole half-taken thing is just not fair. You don't think it's fair? Nah, because it's, it, it, like the percentage of women that is on the, the level of the man that they're marrying is very low. And that is true. But, again, 
you get to look it's a lot of factors yeah. to look at how long they were married where did they start from you know yeah. what did she bring to the table what did he bring to the table you know it's it's a lot of factors and everything is situational yeah so i think it's just like on a situation basis yeah but so so back to our question of 50 50 yeah so how do you feel about the 50 50 conversation i feel like I feel like the fifty fifty conversation when it came to um especially like when women mainly was speaking on it. I don't really think men was speaking on it too much. It was mainly women. It was really mainly women. Yeah. Um It was a lot of bum women. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> I you get offended. I don't really give a fuck. Broke ass women. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a br- a bunch of broke ass women who cannot take care of themselves. Yeah. So it's just um man, like it's so hard to speak for women because I'm not a woman. True. I don't want to speak for women. Yeah. I only can speak for me and myself. And I can speak for a percentage of specific men that are, you know, in the same situation maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm fine with the 50-50 thing if you want to do that, you know. But I've learned from my relationships that I've had that shit ain't 50-50. Yeah. It's mainly me most of the time. Or, you know, sometimes, yeah, 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 she'll do something. But you go on a date, who expected to pay? A man. A man. All the time. And especially if you're just dating that man, right? Yeah. You're just dating him. You just meet him. You know, y'all go out, you know. I know it's the thing of, oh, he asked me out. So, you know, he going to definitely pay. Mm -hmm. But what is there to say, like, you can't just be that one woman that just be like, oh, he asked me out, but guess what? I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Be, but, you know, you don't really find that. Yeah. And, you know. Also, our, I feel like it's also the type of woman that you deal with. Yeah, Because, like, is. you know, and like I said, there's a lot of bum bitches out here. <laughs> it's a lot of bitches that, that ain't, I'm, I'm saying this. I'm really saying this because I've, you know, I've seen, I've seen these bitches. Yeah. Some bitches, you know, they don't, they're still living with their moms. They don't have any aspirations, any goals. They have nothing but a lace front and fucking outfit from Fashion Nova. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're dealing with that type of woman, yeah. what do you expect? It's like me. Yeah. You know, I could I could date a man and he doesn't pay for shit. You know, you're dealing with a broke-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. What did you fucking expect? <laughs> yeah, but no woman, especially now in our day and time, like, nobody wants a broke man. Yeah. They really want... A man that hustles for sure, that has his own, but at the same time, they want to get taken care of. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't believe in that either. I feel like you should, I feel like when you're looking for somebody who you're dating, I feel like you should date on your level. For sure. But it's also what you're dating for. If you're dating for money, okay. Then go get you an old ass rich white nigga and go fuck on that old rich white nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's why they got tricks. Exactly. So you know what I mean? If you if you're dating for money, then go date a trick. But if you're dating for love, which is something that I'm doing, that's what I I, I don't my dumb ass. Dating for fucking love. Oh my goodness, my dumb ass. I'm not even gonna speak on what I was doing. <laughs> I was just like Dating for fucking love. I'm just on my phone, like, okay. Bro. Bro, I'll pray for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm needing all the fucking prayers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but it just all matters what you're dating for. And a lot of women, they're dating for somebody to fill their pockets. You know, there are a couple of women who are dating for love who, you know, will buy you a drink or yeah. who will, you know, one day you take her out on a date and one day she'll take you out on a date. You know what I mean? Like yeah. things like that because she's trying to build something with you. Yeah, for sure. But it's all about the woman you're fucking with at the end of the day. It's all about the woman that you're fucking with. You cannot go and fuck with a bitch who who really just wants you for your pockets and expect the bitch to love you. You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> and a lot of men do that. A lot. I see a lot of men do that. Like, And I have a lot of male friends, and, I, and I'll sit and talk to them yeah. about stuff like this, and we'll talk about, you know, women and relationships and all that good shit. And they will be so heartbroken because they're like, Man, this bitch foul is a bitch. And I'm like, well, look at the bitch you're fucking with. <laughs> this bitch only fucking fucks with rich ass fucking niggas. And I'm not trying to call you a broke ass nigga, but you know, you and don't got it all there yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that goes back to what I'm saying. Men have to compete 
with these other <laughs> levels of men in order to get what they want. But like we're young though. Yeah, but at the same time, women nowadays, even like at our age, they want somebody with their pockets full and heavy. It's not a lot of men out here that's between the ages of 20 and 25 and they got a fucking million dollars right now. Yeah. And they want that. That's that and that and that problem comes from social media. That's the number one answer. That's the number one answer. <laughs> social media has killed everything. All the reality. Yeah. Everything. They want they want that relationship. They want that man. They want, you know, that specific, you know, feeling of, you know, being taken care of. Yeah. But see, and that's where my soft ass comes in. I just want to be taken care of, like, emotionally. Like, see, look, and that's why. I need to hold you know, my hand and call me pretty. See, look, <laughs> and then, it, then you, you, one day you might meet a man that, you know, wants that for you. Probably not. All these men only want big booty hoes. And, sir, I have a flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It's really, hey, you know what? You, you're probably right. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a certain it's a certain demographic of women that yeah. men want. And it's cuz you see it on their timeline, you see it with the bitches that they post yeah. and with the bitches that they try and attempt with yeah. and stuff like that. And me, I'm a real humble girl. Yeah. Humble beginnings. Yeah. Humble future, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to be no fucking Instagram star or anything see, like look, that. I don't have a problem with dating somebody that's like that, but my thing is like what I look for in a woman is an independent woman, an understanding woman. Bingo. And so you're dating for love too? I'm dating for love, but I'm dating for a better future. So if we can build something Period. together. Period, yes. It'll be, it's way better. Than and that's another thing. Women are dating for right now, what they can get out of you right now. They're not thinking they're about. They're not thinking about longevity. Yeah, they're not thinking about, oh, you know, businesses oh, and marriage and babies. Or he ain't got a, he ain't got a million dollars. I don't want to fuck with him. Or if he ain't got so-and-so, some amount of money. You know, I the thing is, a rich nigga could be broke tomorrow and a broke nigga could be rich tomorrow at the end of the fucking day. Anything can fucking happen. You can yeah. get it all and you can lose it all, all in the same yeah, breath. Yeah, you can. <laughs> definitely, you can lose it. You can lose it really, really fast. Mm-hmm. I definitely speak from uh, experience for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, because I never go through that shit ever again. Man, that was, a, that was a very tough time for me. But I definitely, uh, I bounce back for sure. It's all about bouncing back. It's all about the resilience. You know what I mean. Yeah. And who doesn't love a good comeback story? Oh man, I, <laughs> I can't wait. Like, don't you feel like twenty twenty three is like the year? That's what I feel like for me. You know, a lot of other people say it's their year, but they not working hard for. What no, they I feel like twenty twenty three is like my. I have so much shit that's like lined but that up. Is like that that line is so fucking cliche. Is a bitch like what twenty twenty three is for it, me. Yeah, last year was your fucking year too. The year before that was your fucking no, year No, last too. year was not my year and I knew that. Yeah, but I'm saying the <laughs> saying of this year is my year and then it don't end up being your year because well, you don't yeah. even work hard for that shit. Well, yeah, of course. You know, it's all about what you want to do and what you want to put into that. But like me personally, I feel like this is my motherfucking year. Yeah. I got all my ducks in a row. I got yeah. all my shit lined up. I'm yeah. taking care of my mental health, taking care you of my focus on you. My body, my son. Don't speak too much on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm focusing on me, my mental health, and, you know, getting my life together, being a good mom, and going to school, trying to become a lawyer and stuff like that. So I'm excited for this year. Like, my podcast is going to be taking off. Like, I'm speaking everything into existence. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can definitely see this expanding and becoming more of a, a larger table talk, not just between a conversation between two people, but a conversation between Oh, four, yeah. I'm trying to have plenty of people on here. Five, I know you see six. this audio interface. It could have four people on here. I'm going to have yeah, four people oh, on yeah, here. Oh, yeah. I definitely know you will. And it's going to be a lot of interesting episodes. Yes, sure. it's going to be. I have a lot of like guests lined up, and uh-huh. I have a lot of ideas. And like I said, I have a lot of things that I'm trying to do and yeah. trying to go on other platforms and stuff like that. So. You know, you're not the only one that's working hard, Paris. I didn't say I was the only one that's working hard. I just know that I got to work harder than the next person. You're right. That's literally it. That's just that I know my like my goal isn't to like that's not my specific goal to work harder than that motherfucker right there. But it's just like it's a personal goal that 
I have to work harder than that next person. Yeah. Because in order to be where I want to be, I have to outbeat the next man. And True. That's just that's just the how it is. Like that's how it is nowadays. Like when it comes to competition between all men, even though you know some men not even they might not even say it, but we are all in competition with each other. True. Like believe it or not. Well, Paris, thank you so much for coming on my show. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you. Um, Is there anything else that you want to say? Anything you want to leave on the table before you leave? Um, I would like to say that Angie is one of the most nicest people I have ever met. (laughs) I swear. uh, I can say so much about you. Um. You're a very hardworking woman. Oh, thank you, you. You definitely uh, inspire me. You're one of my inspirations for sure to work harder because I see how hard you work. Even though I see the stuff that you go through and all the stuff that you talk about, you still try to find a way to bounce back even harder. Period. And that's definitely. what we're on, bouncing back. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Paris. I appreciate you you again. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for taking time out for coming over here and for being on my podcast. I'm super excited. For sure. And to everybody else, um, I just want to tell you, take time. Again, I always say this, but take time for yourself. Give yourself grace and give yourself that time. And 2023 is going to be your year if you make it your year. So do your thing. Show your ass. And I'll see you next week. So oh, I'm- yeah. And before we end it, for sure, <laughs> I am going to be having a Valentine's deal during the next month. Woo, woo, woo. So from February 1st to February 12th, I'll be doing uh, Valentine's deals similar to the ones that I did for Christmas. But I'm going to add a little spice to it. You'll see it within the next two weeks. Okay, I'm excited. A, I'm excited to see. You already yeah, know I, me and my baby. Yeah, for sure, list. for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I have a I have a video I'm making for it that's coming soon. Ooh, okay. Um, a fo- so a couple photo shoots that I'm doing for it soon. So uh, be prepared for that. Um, and if you want to see more of my work, follow me on Instagram at pguapo. Well, pguap with three Ps at the end, P-G-U-A-P-P-P. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Paris Brown. And uh, thank you, Angie, for having me on this show. No problem, Paris. Thank you so much for coming. And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. All right.